Hey, we're Brittany and Tiffany, and we're obsessed with all things meal planning. And we're here to help you navigate both the wild and wonderful parts of feeding your people. I'm a mama to seven and the creator of The Deliberate Day. I'm a mama of five, an ideal and inspiration. We'll teach you the tried and true secrets to getting meals on the table with more love and less overwhelm. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, get comfortable, and come learn with us. Today we're on part four of five of failing. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. You're going to fail. But we think it's important to know and remember that there are two halves to failure. Anticipating failure and getting ahead of it and failing and learning from it without being defeated. We're applying this to meal planning, but you can really take these concepts and use them in your life anywhere. So here are the areas where even the best laid meal plans can fall apart. Planning, shopping, making the meals, being derailed, and your mindset. We've already covered how to overcome challenges with planning, shopping, and making the meals. Now we're going to get real and talk about being derailed. As moms, we know the only constant is that there is no constant. Someone is going to have a blowout in the middle of you getting ready to leave. Someone's going to break a glass when they're unloading and halt any use of the kitchen. Someone is going to set a dog or a child free when you're trying to leave in a hurry. And someone's going to undo all the folded laundry right after you folded it all. It happens, right? So how do we anticipate and learn from these unpredictable moments in our motherhood and not be defeated or overwhelmed by them? Today, we've got the same kind of suggestions we've had for you in the previous episodes in this series, and we're going to go over a long-term fix and a short-term midweek mid-sync fix for each one of them. So let's dig into day-to-day interruptions first, right? Day-to-day interruptions with kids. Your long-term fixes here are make sure that the basic needs of your children are met before trying to tackle big items. Have the kids been fed? Does everyone have water? Have they been changed? Taken bathroom breaks. If you can anticipate some of those needs before you start a big project, that won't ensure that you won't have interruptions, but it can help. Yeah, it can help limit them. Also, plan to use your downtime wisely. Use that time to prepare yourself for later. Use that time wisely to get plans set, to set yourself up for success. Be kind to future you. Be your own best friend. And build healthy boundaries. It's okay to tell your kids, I can't help you right now. It's okay to say, I'm not available for that. Please go ask a sibling. There was a great kindergarten teacher that my kids had that had a motto, ask three before me. If you are a mama with a big family, that might be something that you want to start putting into effect. And if you're not, if you just have little toddlers and you don't have anyone else to depend on or to help you out, it's okay to say no for now. It's okay to tell your child that they have to wait. It's okay to teach that skill and that lesson. That's correct. All right. Now, what about the mid-sync fix for this problem? Because if you have kids, we can't just send them away, right? (laughs) No. (laughs) So your midweek kind of mid-sync fix here is to create downtime if you need it. It's okay for them to watch a movie or maybe to eat a popsicle outside if you need a little bit of time to prep the meal or if you need a little bit of time to prep things in the morning so that your meal time goes smoother in the evening. And it's okay to put non-emergent things off to save dinner and your sanity. 
it's okay if things are kind of falling apart at that hour. As long as your children don't need something emergent, then you can put headphones in, right? You can kind of put a blockade between the chaos that's happening and give yourself a little bit of a reprieve to be able to focus on dinner and put your time and effort there. You can also trust the most capable child in the house to help you out, right? Yes, this is important. Trust the most capable child in your house. Give them tasks. Let them rise to the challenge. This is a beautiful opportunity for you to build these kinds of foundations in your children. And you can also find a safe place for them for a little bit if you need to. Put a little one in a carrier on your back. Maybe pull out the baby gate or a playpen. You might need to sacrifice something else to have a little peace in your kitchen. So talking about different interruptions, what about appointments, activities, sports, where they go a little bit longer or an extra one comes up that you didn't plan on and now you've run out of time and you don't have time to cook the meals you had intended? The long-term fix here is to plan meals that are front-loaded in the work, like a fix-it-and-forget-it meal, a crock-pot meal, so that when you come into the door, even if you're an hour or two late, that meal is done and ready and waiting for you. You can also plan to have a backup meal. Backup meal, backup meal, backup meal, backup meal. (laughs) I don't know if you heard us, but we really, really want you to have a backup meal. Yes, they are going to save you. This is the life raft. I promise you. So your midweek kind of mid-sync fix here is can you cook the meal you planned differently or possibly quicker? Can you put it in an air fryer? An Instapot. Can you cook it in the microwave by chance? Or can you do it on the stovetop instead of the oven to cook it a little quicker? And then be honest about your energy, right? Use a backup meal if you need it. Or just go super simple. Do cereal, ramen, or eggs and tortillas, or maybe just eggs and toast. Put out lunch meat or crackers and cheese, you know? Go simple. Can you fit a little bit of eating out into your budget? Or is this something where your time and sanity are worth making some sacrifice in other parts of your budget? What about when we have surprise visitors who show up? Ooh, the long-term fix. Stop making friends. Start distancing (laughs) from family. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. (laughs) So I would say your long-term fix here is to have a well-stocked pantry and freezer. You can always stretch a meal with more pasta, more rice, or more veggies. What if it's Wednesday night at 5 o'clock, I've got a group of people at my door because my kids invited them over earlier, what do I do then? I would say pull from your pantry or freezer first and try to bulk up the meal you're already planning on. Maybe even cannibalize from future meals and use a backup meal on that day. And another idea might be to have them pick up a different dish on their way, right? If, if they aren't quite at your house yet, if they sent you a text to let you know, hey, I'm coming and bringing 10 people for dinner, <laughs> you could say, ooh, by the way, could you stop by and maybe bring a side, right? Definitely, yes. I think this also builds good boundaries with friendships, too. If you say, hey, we have this and this, and we'd love for you to join us for dinner, would you mind bringing a side? It's a really good way for you to invite them and to set up healthy boundaries and expectations, and it also alleviates the burden on you. If you have maybe people who invite themselves or maybe just drop in, or if your kids are inviting people without asking you first, this gives you kind of a buffer to be able to welcome them in but not be holding all the burden of feeding another big group of people. Absolutely. Okay, let's get real about living in crisis because there's happy crisis and then there's crisis crisis. 
So first, let's talk about a happy crisis, like a new baby or extended visitors, maybe a new job or a positive change in your seasons. What could be the long-term fix for that? I would say set reasonable expectations for you, your kids, your husband, and this season. Know yourself and your capacity as well as those within your home. You know, prepare ahead as much as possible. Make meals ahead or buy ready meals. Plan on simplicity. Plan on grocery deliveries. Make adjustments to your budget to account for the capacity and the needs you have during this time. All right, so let's talk mid-crisis, mid-sync fix, right? This this was just, I, maybe I didn't have time to plan ahead. Maybe this just popped up. What can I do then? I would say use meal services. You know, make sure you adjust your budget, but try to avail yourself of those meal services. Get your groceries delivered. Don't worry about going to get the groceries. Just get them delivered. And, and ask for help from friends and family. You know, reach out to your community and ask for help. You can also buy ready-made meals. And there's another option here that not a lot of people consider, and that's hire help. People don't consider it because you just automatically say, I don't have that in my budget, right? But a mother's helper is a wonderful option to work within a smaller budget. Or maybe you definitely do have it in the budget and you could just out and out hire a chef, you know? Consider hiring help. Look in your circle. Are there college kids, maybe moms at church, or older women at church, or young homeschool teens who could come in and help you or could make the meals for you and then just deliver them to you while you're in this crisis stage? Help is so much more available and affordable than you might think. Now, what do we do if we're moving or traveling? Ooh, your long-term fix here is to set reasonable expectations for you, your kids, your husband, and the process. Know yourself and know your capacity and their capacity during that time, and then ensure that you're working within that. Work backward when planning for your departure if you're going on a trip, and eliminate additional stress as often as possible across the board. Also, throw away guilt and give yourself grace. Be generous with your budget, but stick to it. Use up absolutely everything you can that you have on hand. Simplify, 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 right? Whether you're moving or you're traveling, simplify it down. And consider the after. You know, if you're moving, consider the after of when you get there and try to create yourself a buffer for the in-between. If you're traveling, consider after you come home. Create yourself a buffer so that when you come home, you don't need to go to the store that day. You've already got casseroles in the fridge or the freezer. You've already got a few meal ideas that you can kind of carry you through. So you've got a little time to get your bearings, either when you're moving or when you're traveling. All right. So we know what to do long term, but the mid-crisis mid-sync fix. Now this is one, and this is probably, I think, the maybe one of two times that we're going to tell you to do this, but we suggest using up any and all backup meals. Yes. Also cook from the pantry or freezer, right? Because if you're moving, you really need to use everything up anyway. And if you are just going on a trip, a lot of your food can go bad while you're gone. And even if you have a lot of stuff in the freezer, you may want to eat up as much as you can out of there as well while still leaving yourself a buffer just in case something happens while you're gone and maybe things get defrosted. That can definitely happen. Power goes out all the time. You never really know. So it could be a good idea. Another thing here is go ahead and just toss or donate anything you aren't going to use up. 
you don't need to say this to the last minute, right? Go ahead and just get rid of it now. And just get food from out. There are times here where you just need to make this the easiest or the simplest possible. And being in crisis means that you're going to do things differently than you do on a regular basis. So sometimes you just need to get food out. What about a medical crisis, either a planned crisis or one that kind of pops up very quickly? What could you tell us to do for a long-term fix? Well, I think you've really experienced a lot with scheduled surgeries. And then I have some experience more too with the mid-crisis, mid-sync, because we've had more emergent things happen and come up. You really do well planning and making meals ahead, right? I do. So I always know that the surgery day is a day that I'm going to be gone. So if I plan anything for that day, it has to be very simple and something that my teenagers or grandpa can fix easily at home. And then I know on day two and day three, I'm really going to be busy managing pain, helping out more than I normally do. So I tend to have easy meals or pre-made meals that I've made ahead for those days as well. And again, we're going to repeat this quite a few times talking about crises, but you really need to reset your expectations for everyone because your season has changed. Take time to be honest with yourself about this. I actually eliminate any unnecessary commitments or stressors, and I really use no as a sentence. I know that if we have a surgery month, which comes up unfortunately quite often in our home, I don't plan on leaving our city for an entire month. I would agree with that actually. I plan on saying no to a lot of extras too, unless they serve us. Like my husband is coming up on an ankle surgery and so I'll actually use that time to be out of the house more often. But then there will be a few days where I have to be available and in the house as much as often. So those are my no days, right? Absolutely. Throw away guilt. It, it just isn't needed. It's, it's going to be a tough season. When you're living in crises, just throw away guilt and give yourself grace. Simplify, simplify, simplify if you can. Simplify for money and for time. And then use up absolutely everything you can that you have on hand and balance that with as much ease as you can work in. Because when you're in crises, you might not be getting to the store as often. When you're in crises, you probably don't have as much money as you normally would or you are concerned about spending the money you have. So use up what you have. That's why you've got a well-stocked pantry. You're going to be able to build that back up over time. Use those freezer meals you have or use those frozen lasagnas, you know. Try to find the balance with as much ease as using up what you have on hand and getting meals that you need for your family. Okay, so those are good for things that you can plan for. But I know that you have a lot of experience also with some of those emergency Uh, medical crises like time in the NICU and Brandon's first ankle surgery. Can you tell all of us kind of what you did at those times? The truth is, is that your best laid plans fall apart when emergencies happen, right? You, it's, it's not planned. It's an emergency and it's not something you get a choice in. You just have to take care of it. So I had two emergency C-sections one that landed us with a NICU baby who, who was born not breathing. And so, you know, Everything in life immediately came to a halt, and all focus was on her, which meant that there was no focus anywhere else to give out. There was no more extra to share anywhere. And one of the most important things that I had to learn in that phase was ask for help. You know, reach out. People want to help you, and you are not a burden. We try to make a very big habit 
as a group of friends to look out for people, look out for other moms who have babies and to provide a meal for them or to send them something, send them a gift card or send them something that lets them know they're not a burden and we want to help them. And sometimes making those meals means that our kids are eating cereal that night or it means that <laughs> your husband cuts a part of his thumb off and you end up dropping him off at urgent care on the, on the way. way to drop off the meal. Yep. Don't worry, there was no blood in the meal. Nope. But... It's still, it's it's so important for us to do that, even though it's a challenge for us sometimes because it makes such a huge difference in someone's life to be a gift to them in that way. And so if I can say that from the person giving the meals, I can also say that as the person receiving the meals. So ask for help. Reach out. People want to help you. And remember that the day of the emergency, you can't make a meal. If your husband breaks his ankle and you spend all day in the hospital or in the emergency room, and then you come home, don't make the meal you planned on. Just do easy. Get food out. Just do easy. You know, you can start making a new plan for your new season after tomorrow, you know, the yes, next day, the next a few week. days later or yep. something, or the next week. During the biggest part of the crises, don't try to stick to your meal plan and don't try to plan or do anything elaborate. Use your backup meals if you have them. And don't be afraid to use all of them. That's why they're there. This like this this is their Super Bowl. This is the backup meal Super Bowl yes, right here. That is yes, that is it. <laughs> also, plan for simple. Like we just said, right? Just do easy. We're talking butter noodles. Don't add vegetables and this and that and don't do salad with bread and a meat and a star don't do all that don't saute garlic in the butter people it's not necessary (laughs) just do eggs just do buttered noodles just do pancakes you know this is a time where balanced meals aren't your biggest priority but feeding your people still is all right friends let's recap life is derailing by its very nature but it doesn't have to be defeating When you're dealing with your kids from day to day, try to make sure that their basic needs are met, use your time wisely, and build healthy boundaries. If you're in a season with lots of appointments, activities, or sports, then plan fix-it-and-forget-it meals and then keep your backup meals well-stocked. When it comes to surprise visitors, keep a well-stocked pantry and freezer. Even in a happy crisis, it's important to set reasonable expectations and prepare ahead as much as possible. When moving or traveling, you need to be honest about your capacity. Plan ahead as much as possible and give yourself grace. In the case of a medical or a big life event crisis, reset your expectations. Eliminate unnecessary commitments and balance using what you have with easy meals. And if you're new to meal planning altogether, and if you're a person who likes to have all the information right in front of you, with a beautiful workbook and resources that you can use again and again, we want to invite you to visit our website, thedeliberateday.org, where you'll find our meal planning masterclass. 